Welcome to Collaboration is Queen, a New World Women production. I'm your host, Dawn Morningstar, one of three co-founders of New World Women. Sean Vujot, Mecca Page, and I have collaborated to co-create New World Women, a women's organization that shares profits with women to reward them for expanding their consciousness and nurturing themselves. Our unique offering supports women's self-empowerment and economic sufficiency, and it emerged out of a respectful, inclusive, co-creative process based on collaboration at every turn and fun. Yes, there was lots of fun. The three of us are often overheard saying collaboration is queen. We invite you to welcome more collaboration into your life, knowing that you don't have to do it alone, whatever it is for you. Dust off your crown and enjoy. And always remember, collaboration is queen. And now let's take a moment to enter a field of love together right now. I have the candle lit here and if you would feel comfortable doing so, please go ahead and close your eyes and take slow, deep breaths. Place your hands on your lap with your palms facing skyward with the intention of receiving. Feel the cool air entering your nostrils as you inhale and the warm air leaving your nostrils as you exhale. Take three breaths this way. Feel the beauty of the breath enlivening you, calming you, helping you to come into this sacred moment. Here in this moment, you are safe, you are loved, you are inspired, you are you. Flow your attention to the center of your heart, your heart so dear and kind, resilient and loving. Feel the presence of your divine as you understand your divine to be. Allow a little smile to blossom onto your face as you remember all the times you have connected with your divine and felt loved and protected. Feel that love and protection now in this moment and feel gratitude for divine presence in your life. Ask your divine for a greater experience of intuition, of love, of understanding, of freedom. Ask for your next steps to be revealed to you, knowing that you are ready now. This is your time to be the woman you came to this earth to be. A gift you have to support you on your journey is a sisterhood of like-hearted women who are ready to live their very best lives, just like you are, and who wish to serve humanity in their own unique ways. We support one another, understand one another, care for one another, and root for one another's achievements and manifestations. No longer alone on solo journeys anymore, we stand shoulder to shoulder and heart to heart, awakening the divine feminine in all. 
Together, we create a new world, the world we've been waiting for, and the one where all of life is honored, loved, and cherished. We are here to midwife this new world in. We are ready. We are women of the new world. The words I have spoken on our behalf are made manifest by our divine. So it is, and so it shall be. Shanti, 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 Aho. Now bring yourself fully into your body, and when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. The five states of awareness, which I'm going to share with you, are the pathways to living in a beautiful state so that you can release suffering of all kinds. Yes, you will be doing this to make your own life better, but you will also be making a huge impact on the world. We say and want to believe that we are all one, right? So if that's true, then what we put into the world by our way of being contributes to the world at large. I think of the consciousness of the world like a soup or a stew. I love making soups and stews, and I try to make them from the freshest and most delicious ingredients I can find. Each of us is like an ingredient in the soup of world consciousness. Do we want to put in rotten old carrots or onions, or do we want to put in the most lovely and healthy ingredients we can find? The choice is ours. Many times we think to ourselves, I wish this person or this community or this group of people or this country would do things better, kinder, more loving. But that soup can only be made better if we add our beautiful ingredients. There is no separation between us and the world at large, none. You will become masters at this and your life will become gentler. Your relationships will sort themselves out and you will find yourself in healthy, loving relationships. You'll have more abundance of all kinds and solutions to challenges that may have plagued you for a long time. Sometimes we forget the amount of power we hold to be in control of what we are experiencing. We think that outside circumstances are our reality. And though there is truth to the fact that what is happening is happening and should never be denied, it is important to remember that our response or our relationship with what's happening around us is completely within our control. We also hear a lot about the rise of the feminine divine or the rise of feminine power in the world. And that rise needs to be supported and have a sturdy foundation. Like any amazing and worthwhile journey, we need a roadmap, a GPS or a plan to get from point A to point B. So if you were to ask yourself, what is my point A right now? Where am I now, for example? And where would I like my point B to be? you would soon discover that the journey to part B starts with the state of consciousness you're in at point A. So for example, if you were to start a journey and you have no real plan where you're going, you don't have enough gas in your car, your windshield is cracked or dirty, 
your left rear tire doesn't have enough air, it's pouring down rain and ice and snow, that would be here in Minnesota, and then you decide to drive anyway. If you do this, then your journey will have a very rocky start and no doubt that rockiness will follow you to your point B. So this is one of the many reasons I created the five states of awareness in 2014, to use our states of awareness to get us to the state that makes our lives beautiful. So for example, as um, Sean said, from, or I said, from day one of creating New World Women, we made an intentional choice to only do, create, or further any aspects of New World Women from a beautiful state of consciousness. So we use our awareness to get us to that beautiful state. Being aware is the antidote to spiritual bypass, which is when we cover up what we're really feeling to get to a happy place instead of being aware of what we are truly feeling, feeling it fully and then letting that feeling dissolve in order to be present with the new feeling in the moment. We don't have to drag our feelings with us. And we must teach ourselves not to judge what we're feeling, just simply to acknowledge it. So if you're someone who's done some internal work like uh, self-improvement or spiritual journeying. Sorry, could you say that again? Oh my God. <laughs> um, you know that um, there is a lot to learn and mostly Apple Watch new, still figuring it out. Uh, there's a lot to learn and mostly it's exciting. So for example, Don Miguel Ruiz's Four Agreements teaches us what it means to be impeccable with our word. Um, or Marianne Williamson's extraordinary book, A Return to Love. Um, some of those concepts are just phenomenal. Or Wayne Dyer or Deepak Chopra, or many of the other fine authors and thought leaders that are out there. You might be so happy to have that information that it feels right in your bones. You know what I'm talking about, right? So, or even think of your favorite book, maybe on your nightstand right now, and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm having this aha moment. And you're sure it's true, and you're sure it will work in your life. But then a month or two later, after you read this life-changing book, you find that the very problem you thought it was going to solve, it hasn't. In some cases, the situation may have even gotten worse. As we delve into these five states, you're going to see that what state you may have been in when you first read that book and what state you can be in can really help you get the principles of that book to work for you in ways that do make your life beautiful. So I'll share the five states, show you how to become aware of which state you're in and how to recognize what state another person might be in too, which is very helpful. And this improves both your relationship with yourself and your relationship with others. And let's start by letting go of judgment. The five states are not about judging ourselves, but rather simply being aware. And each of us may flow from state to state, even being in all five of the states within a five minute period. Yes, it happens regularly. They're not in any particular order and no one state is any better than the others. They simply are. So um, the sleeper state is where we are experiencing life mainly through what can be seen, felt, heard with the senses, kind of like a 3D um, experience of life. 
When we're in that state, we live with little awareness of our feelings in the moment. And because our feelings aren't being experienced as they happen, feelings can come out sideways. Have you ever had that happen before? Where, you know, you didn't deal with the feeling you were having and it comes out in some like unexpected way. Um, we also can go to um, fear, lack, separation, stress, confusion when we are in that sleeper state. So whenever you feel yourself like in lack or separation or stress or confusion, you know that you are in a sleeper state. Sleeper state, that's when we have a me consciousness rather than a we consciousness. It's all about us. It's like self-obsession. We see life in duality. Things are either right or wrong, they're good or bad, people are with me or against me. Um, we feel trapped, we feel like we're a victim of things. And we feel disconnected from our own selves, from our divine and from others. And then the seeker state, that's where we begin to believe that there might be more than meets the eye. We become more conscious, a little more curious, and more aware than, when, than we are when we're in sleeper state. We pay more attention to feelings and we wonder about our own inner journey. And then we start to see that life might not be just all about us, it might be about others as well. We see that in a greater way. We begin to really desire a more authentic connection with ourselves, with our divine and with others. We really seek inner peace and we begin to think it might be possible in the uh, seeker state. Or we may decide it's too much and choose to go back to sleep. Or we might get very hungry to learn more. And that's when we move into student state. So we've talked about sleeper state, seeker state. And before we get to student state, I want to tell you how this all came to be and why I created it. So I used to host monthly dinners for women at the University Club of St. Paul, and I had a really funny thing happen that inspired me to do this. So for nearly three years, the monthly gatherings were great. They were open to all women. We'd have 40, 50 women a month, brought women together for delicious food, community, learning and inspiration. It was phenomenal and the place is beautiful. So our monthly themes focused on my book, Venerable Women, Transform Ourselves, Transform the World and the 12 Beatitudes or Venerable Attitudes. And we featured women thought leaders and experts of all kinds. So the presentations were really high vibe, focused on feminine divine principles and teachings all with the intention of raising awareness and consciousness. And at the conclusion of one of these very powerful presentations, two women came up to me and said they thought the dinner was very good, the, com the women's company seemed very nice, the women seemed very nice to them, but they had no idea what the presenter was talking about. And they were pretty sure these gatherings wouldn't be right for them. <clears throat> so one of the women said that when the presenter was talking about consciousness, she said, I was just stumped. She said, aren't all people who are alive conscious? And the other woman said, if somebody does something wrong to me, I think I should just get them back and give them a taste of their own medicine. And then she said, and by the way, what in the world is a chakra? 
So it was then that I decided to try to understand what state of awareness a person was in most of the time in their lives so that there could be a greater connection and understanding. So I use the five states myself personally to assess what state I'm in and to pay attention to what somebody else's state might be so that I can be more connected and compassionate toward them. I've shared the five states with women coaches, teachers, healers, leaders, and presenters so that um, they could become more clear on who they want to teach or inspire, knowing what state their students might hang out in the most. And again, we flow between them, but you'll find that there's one that you probably hang out in the most. Um, and so I've most recently um, used the five states so that our luminary teachers can see which group their teachings will apply best to. So for example, music therapist Jana Leah Hoffman said that her world, New World Women classes could be for anyone in any of the states. Whereas some of the other luminaries said that their classes would be more suited to women who understood chakras and consciousness and were um, beyond getting back at people who had wronged them. So as I finish sharing the other five states with the other two states with you, examine in what state you find yourself most of the time. So just kind of be paying attention and using your awareness by breathing into the moment and becoming present. See how you can be in a state that makes your life flow with ease and grace. It is possible and it happens all the time. One interesting fact, most people spend their days in 80% stressful states. Can you imagine 80% of the day in stressful states and only 20% in a beautiful state? Let's flip that equation in our own lives. And now on to the other three states. I had said before there were two more, but there are three more, student, synergist, and seer. So in the student state, we come alive with curiosity and we, through our studying and listening and attending classes and groups and all that, we see that there's more than meets the eye. We learn different techniques and practices and methods to become more aware. We embark on our inner journey in a much greater way. And as a result, our awareness continues to rise we see the interconnectedness of all beings in a new way. We have tools for more authentic connection with our divine, ourselves, and with other people. And we you know, continue reading and studying a lot to get to that place of inner peace and happiness. And we can recite the names of many authors. We know and believe a variety of teachings, but in student state, we still mainly experience them as mental concepts. We haven't yet integrated the teachings. In synergist state, we live with curiosity, wonder, magic, and joy in the moment, knowing that there's a web of connectivity and oneness with all of life. Spiritual and self-awareness techniques and methods and practices are our way of life. We manifest from a beautiful state, um, from our highest inner self. It just becomes natural to do that. And we know what to do if we get out of alignment, and we do it. We don't see ourselves as a victim at all, but we do see ourselves as a vessel of wisdom 
enjoyment, abundance, love, tranquility, and health. Those are the six wealth ways in New World Women. We may still continue learning new principles, yet our inner wisdom, intuition, and higher attributes are very much trusted and lived. We feel integrated, whole, and authentic. And finally, seer state. That's when we are fully open and present at all times. We live in knowing with a capital K. We don't see any separation between our heart's desires and their manifestation. We begin, not begin, when we're in seer state, we manifest instantly. So if you've ever had a time where you thought something really desired it, and then um, it manifested, just showed up, and you're like, wow, you were in seer state when you did that. And in seer state, you feel no fear because you know that there is nothing to fear. You live in bliss. You unify opposites. Instead of seeing things as separate segments and entities and you know this against that, you, you unify opposites when you're in seer state. And you are free of suffering of every single kind. You live in the sacred. You begin to see everything as sacred. Everything is sacred. And you are love in the seer state. It's this causeless love, as my teachers say. It goes beyond unconditional love. It's loving simply for the sake of loving because that's what you are in seer state. So ask yourself the following questions and we'll take a little time if you'd like to share any of your thoughts about this. In what state do you spend most of your time? And just be honest with yourself. You don't have to share this with anyone else. And in what state would you like to be more of the time? And how will knowing the five states help you to be more compassionate toward others? So think about those questions. Just take them into your heart. What state do you spend most of your time in? What state would you like to be in? And how will knowing these five states help you to be a more compassionate person? So um, we can open up if anyone, well, actually we won't open up, but if you would like to share a question or a thought about these five states, we have a couple, we can take a couple of people um, to, uh, to share anything that you would like to. So please feel free. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Dawn? Yes. Hi. Hi, <laughs> Hi. Oh, I love listening to this message because I've heard it before and it so resonates with me. And um, uh, I learned these principles back in the beginning when you were teaching them with living love and being a luminary leader. And um, 
it, it is uh, so important to uh, know that we move in and out of these states yes. without judgment, with curiosity. And to be able to um, move forward in everything that we're doing, knowing that there's no place that we have to stay, you know, um, and of course, then learning um, more about e-com and serene mind practice and, and eliminating our own suffering um, has been very powerful in my own life. So I thank you for that. And um, the five states of being, um, I've had opportunity to teach it as well. And yes. um, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's something to um, really soulfully, heartfeltly consider uh, applying in your own life. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. I'm so glad you were there at the beginning of this journey. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone else have any thoughts or questions about this or even like, how do you think you would use it? Can you think of a time when you could use it? Um, One thing that always comes to mind is have you ever like read a book that changed your life and you want to tell everybody you know about it and you're like holding up the book and saying, oh my God, you have to read this, you have to read this. And they they like get this like glazed over look <laughs> on their faces. They're probably in a different state um, than what would welcome them into that or allow them to be in that state of curiosity. So, any other questions or comments or ideas about the five states? I have a comment, um, Valerie Prawl. Um, Well, I too really appreciate the fact that we go in and out of those states so much. I would say I've spent the majority of my life in the student state. And I think I've kind of now moved to more of the synergy state. And I've longed to be at the seer state from time to time. (laughs) But um, I know that that's not always possible. But what I do find it for myself, you know, my my task in this life is to help others when they feel the victim to move out of that victim state. And I, you know, where I find it so often is when people have physical pain, they often go right immediately to that victim state. So, you know, and, and they feel like the world is out to get them and, and the pain is to be destroyed, whereas the pain can actually be there and, and have a message for you. Yes. So, so, you know, that's that's kind of what I teach. But, you know, it's <laughs> but I just really see I really and I felt some pain this last week and I, I could hear that little voice in my own head saying, oh, I'm a victim of all of it. And, and then I knew exactly what I'd done that created it myself. So <laughs> <laughs> so it was a, it was a good knowing for myself. So I hope that that comment helps other people. Yes, yes, it does. And, you know, the magic word is awareness. That's the magic word is awareness. When we are aware, then we are truly in the moment, we're paying attention to what's going on. And we can, uh, you know, make a pivot by just simply acknowledging what we're feeling and not feeling any guilt or anything about it or judgment about it. Like if we're feeling fear, just to take a breath and say, hmm, I'm feeling some fear right now. And that's, it's as simple as that. I mean, you know, there are other processes you can do, but by doing that, you will find that you then you dissolve whatever feeling you're in, in that moment. And then you're able to move into 
what's fresh and alive in this moment. I just got chills when I said that because that's the key is being fresh in the moment. You know, even like with the little mistake of me forgetting to turn on the recording, we changed up our order tonight. And normally I'm the one, you know, doing that at the beginning, but I didn't see that message. And just to pivot. And in that moment, I, I had a brief moment, a second, a millisecond of, oh my God, I screwed up, you know? And then just, you heard me say, I'm getting back in the beautiful state. I acknowledged that I felt that I had made an error and then just said, and I'm in this moment now with my beautiful sisters on this call and I want to share this message and that's what I'm prepared to do and that's what I'm doing. So yeah, and um, also I'll let everyone know in advance that Val is writing an extraordinary book uh, that deals with the idea, really centers on the idea of uh, symptoms as messengers, how symptoms, physical symptoms can become messengers to us. It doesn't center on that, but that's one of the aspects of the book. So um, what else, anybody else wanna share anything? We all have time for one more share. Just unmute yourself and you can share. Okay, so maybe there's a delay on this. Okay. Well, I want to and just say that Tinkerbell says that she's in the sleeper state most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be true of my puppy Pika too. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> Tinkerbell says. <laughs> They're probably much more aware of these pets than we are at times, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, um, then if there are no other comments or questions, I wanted to end by reading my very favorite poem to you. Um, and it's from Donna Markova. She says, I will not die an unlived life. I will not live in fear of falling or catching fire. I choose to inhabit my days, to allow my living to open me, to make me less afraid, more accessible, to loosen my heart until it becomes a wing, a torch, a promise. I choose to risk my significance to live so that that which came to me as a seed goes to the next as a blossom, and that which came to me as a blossom goes on as fruit. Thank you very much. Please visit newworldwomen.com to learn more about our exciting collaboration and how it can support you and other women in your life. We would love to welcome you into our first Founders Circle, which you can explore on our site. If you like Collaboration is Queen, please give us a five-star rating and tell your friends. Thank you, and remember to keep your crown ready so women can collaborate to create a new world for themselves and for our world, a world of love, inclusion, collaboration, and abundance.